Resorts World Catskills, where luxury and excitement are so close by. Catch all the sports action and so much more at Resorts World Catskills. Dial star star R-W-C-A-T to learn more. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 2.55 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Or look for us under Listen on the ESPN app. Welcome back to the Michael K. Show, everybody. It's time for the Sam Donald Report on 98.7 ESPN. It's brought to you by Miller Lite and the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association. Sam, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. How are you today? Hey, guys. Uh, you know, could be better. Uh, obviously, would have liked to get a win yesterday, but um, doing all right. I mean, you know, we, we've been talking about this off the air. I mean, how do we talk to you about that? I mean, what is what is it to ask? How, I'll start with the simple one. How did you guys lose to a team that doesn't want to win? Um, you know, for us, we just... We knew going in it would be about us and how we execute uh, on in all, in all three phases of the game, and we just didn't. Uh, simple as that. And uh, you know we got to be better. And you know for us this week is about making sure that you know we understand kind of you know how we got to get better. And if we don't get to play exactly right, and we we feel like we're not very comfortable with the look, we got to redo it. We got to. We got to be sure about everything uh, that we do from here on out, uh, and I think you know we just got to be really, really into the details from now on. Shouldn't that have been the case from the beginning, though, Sam? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it always has been the case, but I think for us right now, we just got to um, we just got to really, really lock in to, to every little detail, and if. You know, and it is, you know, with the flow of practice, if, you know, something, one little thing, you know, you're not going to have everything be super perfect every single practice. Um, but I think for us, you know, um, going through that and making sure that everything is, everything is perfect, I think that's what we got to do from now on. Uh, the last two weeks, and I believe the Dallas game as well, you scored on the first drive. Um, are you scripting the plays, and does that have something to do with the fact that you guys look very crisp on those first drives? Um, no, I mean, uh, you know, we have a good game plan going into every single week. Um, I've said it every single week, winner, winner, uh, winner, lose, and um, for us, it's you know, it's really it's about us as players making sure that we go out there and execute and do what we need to do to win the game, and we can't have these little mistakes holding us back i mean penalties negative plays those are drive killers and they're not good to have and you're not going to win football games you know making mistakes like that but it seems to work in the first drive what's working early in the game that doesn't seem to translate later in the game um i mean lack of i mean lack of penalties lack of negative plays I mean, we, we move the ball so well and we can get in a rhythm um and you know it's it's tough as an offense when you're, when you're getting setbacks and penalties and negative plays now this is better a question for coach gase but you were on the field and we'll talk to coach tomorrow but you know 250 left in the game you have three timeouts and you didn't use one and then when when you finally get the field goal there's 15 seconds left for the onside kick how come there wasn't a timeout used at the end yeah um not sure that's a that's a question for uh for coach gase 
a lot of fans are upset, and you could understand that, Sam. They didn't expect this team to be 1-7. and seven. And then there, there were whispers of Sam's regressing. Sam is not becoming better. He's becoming. He's going back to bad habits. What, what do you say to the people that say you're regressing now? I would say it's not true. Um, you know, obviously the wins aren't coming, uh, and everyone on our team is – frankly pissed off about it um you know it's you know as professional athletes we go out there and we want to win games um you know for for me personally i feel like i have gotten better i mean um you know from the new england week to um really from dallas week to new england game to jacksonville to now uh in miami i feel like you know i've gotten better um it's just it's about putting it all together and continuing to sustain drives um, like you said, I mean, last couple of weeks we've we've put together really good drives, really good first drives of the game, and you know we just can't sustain that success. I think a lot of it is what I said before. It's just negative plays and penalties that kill us. And but it, you know people have seen it. Those those first drives, if we, you know, if if we can just stay ahead of the chains and and we stay on rhythm, you know, we're we're capable of anything. So obviously the the moment there at the end of the first half, twenty one seven. You think you get a touchdown, it comes off the board, and then um, probably the your biggest mistake of the game, the interception there. I know that's a tough play for you to go back and watch. Uh, was it instantaneous? The second you threw the ball, you knew it was a mistake. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, during the play, so I rolled out uh, and. I was trying to get the ball in. Once I saw everything wasn't working out, uh, you know, it was a little diagonal play, and, you know, we just uh, – it just didn't work. And right then I should have just thrown it away instead. Um, you know, Baker, I was the side of the Dolphins, made a really good play shot in there, and I thought I could escape him and then be able to throw it away. But, you know, he obviously got a piece of the ball, and, um, you know, it, it wasn't a very good play on my part in terms of – going out there and just hucking it. Uh, I was trying to throw it away. Obviously, you know, it didn't work out. Talking with Sam Darnold on his weekly spot here on the Michael K Show. I know you spoke about this earlier and you said it was a private conversation, but the the situation with Brian Winters yelling at you alarmed me. It seemed like he was yelling because you're the guy. You're the man. and You shouldn't be having a guard like look like he was dressing you down. Do you worry about the optics of that? No, not at all. Um, you know, we've talked about it. And, you know, that situation is behind us now. You said that Adam Gase is the best co- uh, coach you ever had. Uh, why is that? Um, you know, I just think his, first of all, the way that he communicates with all the players, um, uh, you know, just everyone feels very comfortable talking to him, which I think is a good thing. Um, you know, even in times like these when we're not doing as well as we hoped, um, players are very comfortable going up to him and talking about, you know, the problems on the team or, you know, whatever's going on. Um, and then another thing is, you know, and I've, I said it before, but when we get in a rhythm, you know, there's not a whole lot better play callers out there than, uh, than Adam Gay. So, I mean, he's he's a really good play caller. Um, he gets to play in super fast and be able to play with a rhythm. It's just, again, when we get penalties and negative plays, it, it kills us. Since last we spoke, the all the drama with the Jamal Adams trade deadline stuff, was that a distraction to this team at all? No. No, it wasn't. Was it discussed? Did Coach talk to you guys 
like around or after the trading deadline? Because there was a lot of high-profile names that were being discussed, as you know, from from following in the media. But was there any kind of conversation with Coach after the deadline? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the biggest message that Coach had was just to control what we can. Um, you know, that's that's really a, a front office thing uh, with the players. And, um, you know, it's for us as players and as coaches, um, we try to do the best that we can to win games with whoever's on the field. And it's up to the front office to make really good decisions on, you know, who we put out there on the field. So um, from that aspect, it was just his message of let's control what we can and make sure that we put our best foot forward so that we can go out there and win games. Sam, I can't imagine what the train, uh, the, the plane ride was back from Miami yesterday with you guys looking at tape today. I mean, is this team have to, do you have to fight being demoralized? Um, I mean, not really. I, I think for us, um, our, our guys have been doing a really good job of coming back to work every single day, but you know, it's not, it's not fun being one and seven and losing games. You know, it's, it's something that, like I said, everyone in the NFL wants to win. You know, we're professional athletes for a reason. We're ultra-competitive people. And so when we lose games, especially, you know, continue to lose games, uh, it's it's not a good feeling, and it's something that we want to, you know, if we could, we would snap our fingers and make all this go away. Um, but the reality is we got to come back to work, and we got to continue to try to find solutions to this and, and figure out what's going wrong and uh, correct it. All right, they haven't even played yet because they're not playing until tonight, but just your general thoughts of the next game against the Giants. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Betzers are really good, really good defensive coordinate, really good defensive mind. Um, obviously, Pat Shermer does a really good job of making sure his guys are ready to play. So, um, and their defense is, is really good as well. So, you know, we just got to go out there and, um, we'll have a really good plan. Uh, you know, we'll understand their defense inside and out. It's just, again, it's up to us to be able to go out there and execute and uh, continue to put drives together. Because you're playing them on Sunday, Sam, will you watch Monday Night Football tonight? I, I know you get coaches' tapes and stuff like that, but can you see anything off the TV that would help? Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes on TV you can hear some stuff that's going on. Uh, that you wouldn't be able to hear watching tape, so that's one thing. But you definitely get a better look watching tape uh, for me tomorrow morning. That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, but yeah, tonight I'll be watching the game and you know trying to pick up on anything and see what's going on there. Now, you know, you 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 guys look at football in three dimensional chess. We're looking at it like checkers. But please help me with this. So the Giants are playing the Cowboys. The Cowboys have played well. You guys beat the Cowboys. How does the same team that beat the Cowboys lose to the Dolphins? How's that possible? Um, I mean, first of all, the NFL is, I mean, everyone's talented in the NFL. Uh, there's not a single team out there that isn't. So I think for us it's, uh, you know, it's just a lot of it's about matchups too. Uh, you know, defensive scheme, offensive scheme, you know, certain players in certain spots on both sides of the football, special teams, offense, defense. Um, so there's a lot that goes into it, but, um, I think on any given Sunday, anyone can come out with a victory against anyone. So it's, um, that's the NFL for you. It's, it's tough to win games. Um, and you know, I think for us, we just gotta, we gotta go out there and, and find a way to win no matter, no matter what that's, that's, uh, 
that's kind of our focus right now. You know, what's interesting is, you know, you beat the Dallas Cowboys, but if you go back to conversations after that game, you had said you felt you guys left points on the table in the second half. So do you think some of what's gone wrong in the last three weeks were starting to hatch in the second half of that Cowboy game? Um, no, I think, I think there's definitely some of the same issues that happened in the second half of that game have definitely been popping up a little bit more. Um, so, you know, I don't know about, you know, the whole, uh, those problems started to hatch in the second half. I think it's more of just trying to eliminate those things from happening. And, uh, for me, I, I just, again, personally, I'm worried about not turning the ball over. I think I've been turning the ball over way too much and, uh, I got to do a lot better job of taking care of it and making sure that, you know, our defense is put in a really good spot. They stay off the field and our offense can sustain drives, whether it's three points or a touchdown. Final thing, Sam. Do you miss the guidance and the advice of Josh McCown? <laughs> Josh. Uh, I miss Josh every day. Uh, Josh is awesome. Uh, we still we stay in contact nearly every day. Uh, you know, he's got a Snapchat because his kids have one, so it's an easy way for us to stay in contact. But uh, Josh is a great dude. I'll always miss Josh. But we got a great QB room now with uh, Mike White, David Sales, and Trevor Simeon stopping by every now and then in between uh, rehab, so with his ankle. So uh, we got a good room right now, of course, with uh, Donald Loggins as well. So uh, it's a good room, but of course, you know, I'll always miss Josh. Does Josh give you football advice? Uh, every now and then. Uh, we mostly just talk about life in general and how things are going. Well, thank you for being such a gentleman. The questions aren't easy. I'm sure the answers aren't either. So thank you, Sam, and good luck on Sunday. Appreciate it, guys. All right, that's the Sam Darnold Report brought to you by Miller Lite, the original light beer brewed for more taste and only 96 calories. Miller Lite, hold true, and the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association. To learn more about the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association, check out myspca.net. I mean, what do you want them to say? That's the only thing I can say. What do you want him to doesn't say? doesn't sound like there's like a lot of concrete answers on why it's happening because he's probably a deer in the headlights, doesn't too. Know. I mean, Guy, it, he's played 18 he games. He would stop. Hadn't even played 20 games in the NFL yet, you know, and he, he doesn't want to throw anybody under the bus. He wants to take responsibility for everything that's happening, but there's got to be a lot of confusion on his part as well. I will take some phone calls on this. Also, we have the full list of 10 players around Major League Baseball. One of them is a Met. That was actually given the uh, $17.8 million qualifying offer. We'll tell you that. Take your phone calls on the Jets. We have ENN coming up at 6. That's right. That's right. Kayla Greco Rosenberg and you on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. That's right, man. Don't miss Michael, Don, and Peter weekday afternoon starting at 2.55 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Or look for us under Listen on the ESPN app.